0: Discover the hidden Israelite ancestry of some of the most powerful nations on earth. Watch as scripture unveils the terrifying future of America and Great Britain as revealed through the sabbatical and jubilee years. Discover the identity of Assyria and its role in this final jubilee cycle. Learn of the pending judgments that are to be soon poured out as a result of transgressing the sabbatical years.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another version of the SightedMoon.com podcast. My name is Joseph Dumont, and I'm your host today. We are excited to be able to do this. We've been uh, learning a great deal of things and continue to share them with you. And today we wanted to talk to you about the barley. We have people in Israel right now who have been checking the barley, see the state of the barley, and have now written two reports on Thursday and Friday Stating that the barley is in the boot, that it is not going to be Aviv by wave shift day. So, what does this mean? This means that there's going to be a Adar Bet, a third, a thirteenth month, added to the calendar. Now we read. Now, okay, uh, some people get all upset about this, and why do we do this? Yeshua said in Matthew twenty-five, eleven. Afterwards, other virgins came also, saying, "Lord, Lord, open unto us." But he answered and said, "Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore watch, for you do not know either the day or the hour in which the Son of Man comes." Now this is a Hebrewism that most Christians don't understand. They just don't get it because they don't keep the holy days. But those of you who keep the holy days, you understand this. He's speaking about something, and we're going to talk about that today a little bit. This year, many of you who have chosen to follow the Father and be obedient to his words, you have kept the sabbatical year, you have kept the holy days according to the barley being aviv by way sheaf day in March of last year. This has caused you a lot of, of uh, rebuke and ridicule from those who did not obey this command. We watch for the moon to be set in Jerusalem and we watch for the barley to be aviv in Jerusalem. We wait on Jehovah to show us these things. It's Jehovah that's doing this. He's the one who develops the barley. He's the one who brings it into season at his timing not ours. We can't force it. We can't make it happen. We have to watch for it. We have to look. We have to follow him. We have to follow him like we're following the cloud. In Numbers, let's go to that version. in Numbers 9, verse 15. Numbers 9, verse 15. And on the day that the tabernacle was reared up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, even the tent of the testimony, And at evening it was upon the tabernacle, looking like fire until the morning. And so it was, the cloud covered it, and it looked like fire by night. And when the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle, then after that the sons of Israel pulled up stakes, and in the place where the cloud stayed, there the sons of Israel pitched their tents. At the command of Jehovah, the sons of Israel pulled up stakes, and at the command of Jehovah they pitched. The cloud is the command. As long as the cloud stayed upon the tabernacle, they rested in camp. And when the cloud stayed long upon the tabernacle, many days, then the sons of Israel kept the charge of Jehovah and did not journey. And so when the cloud was in, was a few days upon the tabernacle, according to the command of Jehovah, they remained in their tents. And according to the command of Jehovah, they pulled up stakes. And so when the cloud stayed from evening to evening, to the morning and the cloud was taken up in the morning, then they pulled up stakes, whether by day or by night, that the cloud was taken up. They pulled up stakes, whether it was two days or a month or a year, that the cloud stayed upon the tabernacle, remaining on it. The sons of Israel stayed in their tents and did not journey, but when it was taken up, they pulled up stakes. At the command of Jehovah, they encamped, and at the command of Jehovah, they pulled up stakes. They kept the charge of Jehovah at the command of Jehovah by the hand of Moses. So last year, we were involved in a controversial 8 bet and adding to the 13th month. We claimed that the month was not needed and that the barley was going to be Aviv by Wavesheaf Day. That's what we did last year. And it was shown to be that way on Wave Sheaf Day, we had reliable sources confirm that the barley was Aviv last year on Wave Sheaf Day in March. And then in June, or actually in May, when the Shavuot, the first wave sheaf of the Shavuot is to be offered, we had Jews keeping or harvesting wheat 30 days before the rabbinical calendar or the Hebrew calendar said that the Shavuot was to be started which proved that we were keeping it on the right schedule because we were watching Jehovah. We were watching the cloud. So, um, where, where, where am I going here? I, Israel followed Jehovah. he followed. They followed the pillar. And then in Numbers 10, two years after the Exodus, Numbers 10.10, 10, they picked up stakes and they left. And they went to the wilderness of Paran. And they moved three days' journey. In verse 33, they moved three days' journey from the mountain of Jehovah and the ark of the covenant of Jehovah went before them in the three days' journey to look for a resting place for them. And the cloud of Jehovah was upon them by day and they pulled up stakes out of the camp. And it happened when the ark pulled up, Moses said, Arise! Rise up, Jehovah! And let your enemies be scattered and let those who hate you flee... Before you. And when it rested, when the cloud rested, it it's he said, Jeho- Moses said, Return, O Jehovah, to the many thousands of Israel. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, that barley is not Aviv. is telling us to stay in our place. This means that this year. This sabbatical year goes on for one more month. We get a 13th month. We get 13 months to keep the sabbatical year. We get to practice that much longer. And if you haven't already kept or started to keep the sabbatical year, you can still start right now. Just start keeping it. You know, don't plant, don't harvest. Stock up food from last year. Forgive debts and read the Torah. Read the marriage covenant. Read your ketubah that you were given by Jehovah. Now we got a lot of people ridiculing us and mocking us for keeping the holy days. A lot of people ridicule and mock us for keeping the Sabbath. And they're mocking us and for keeping the sabbatical year. And then they're mocking us because we've kept the year according to the barley being aviv on wave Shift day. While others went with, follow the rabbinical calendar. Your prayers are going to be heard by Jehovah because you're being righteous. You're doing what he says. He does not hear the prayers of those who do not keep his holy days. Those are sinners. And if you're keeping the holy days at the wrong time, you've sinned. He's not hearing your prayers. You know, read what Proverbs says about this. There's many other verses, but we're just going to read Proverbs 1, verse 22. How long will you love simplicity, simple ones? And will scorners delight in their scorning? And will fools hate knowledge? Turn at my warning. Behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. Because I called and you refused. I stretched out my hand and no one paid attention. But you have despised all my advice and would have none of my warning. Am I talking to some of you out there? You're not listening. I, this is Jehovah speaking, I also will laugh at your trouble. I will mock when your fear comes. When your fear comes as a wasting away and your ruin comes like a tempest, when trouble and pain come upon you, then they will call upon me and I will not answer. They will seek me early but they shall not find me. Instead, they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of Jehovah. They would have none of my counsel. They despise all of my correction. And they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own desires. For the turning way of the simple kills them and the ease of fools destroys them. But whoever listens to me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. One of the other things we get accused of quite often is we're teaching fear. But Jehovah says you're to fear him. And right here we just read that those of us who obey him, who keep his holy days, keep his Sabbath, keep his sabbatical year, and keep them at the right time, we have nothing to be afraid of. He's going to protect us. We shall dwell safely. So this year, we have been preparing for the Passover in March. We've been getting ready. We've been leavening our homes. We've been putting the, the yeast in, 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 well, me. <laughs> I've been eating all the bread. I can, I found a bunch of bread in the freezer. I've been trying to eat it all up before Passover comes, which I thought would be in about two weeks' time. Now i got to make that bread stretch out another month. Because Passover is going to be in April of 2017. So people can make fun of me, but I'm following the cloud. And I don't care what they say. We're practicing. We're practicing being obedient. Okay, so, you know, why? Some people think you don't have to do this. So what should we do? Should we we just, just discard it altogether? Should we not? obey this anymore? Are Christians keeping Sunday? Are they correct? Does it matter whether we keep the Sabbath, the holidays, or sabbatical year? Does it matter whether we keep it at the right time? Jehovah said to keep the Sabbath from sunset to sunset on the seventh day. When you read the events of the um, crucifixion of Yeshua, you can learn that the women came there on the first day of the week. The first day of the week is Sunday it's never been the Sabbath it was changed by Constantine in around the year 359 or 325 or somewhere in that time period the Sabbath has never changed Jehovah changes not he does not change I am the same yesterday today and forever Yet Christianity says he changed. He nailed all that stuff to the cross. and We don't have to keep it anymore. We're free to do what we want. We're saved by grace. That's not what the Bible says. It says you're to keep these things. They are to be kept forever as a memorial. Ah, but there's some more. There's more. It's not just a memorial. Some of these holy days are when these great events happen that Yeshua did in the past, what he's going to do in the future on the holy days. But if you don't know when they are, you're going to miss the boat. I want you to read Revelation 13, or Revelation 12. It's very important to understand this. Revelation 12, verse 13. And when the dragon saw that he was cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who bore the man-child. And two wings of a great eagle were given to the woman, so that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place where she was nourished for a time, times and a half time. That's three and a half years. From the serpent's face. And when the serpent cast out of his mouth water like a flood after the woman so that he might cause her to be carried away by the river. See, that's the army that this end-time beast power is going to have. He's going to send his army to kill this woman. That's us, brethren. And the earth helped the woman. The earth opened up its mouth and swallowed up the river which the dragon cast out of his mouth. So this earth, right now... You know, it says in Isaiah that we're to flee to Moab, and Moab is to hide us like a shadow in the night. Have you ever seen your shadow at nighttime? It's hard to see. So he's to hide us. So this is where we flee during these three and a half years. But right now, in, in, in along the Jordan Valley, there are these sinkholes opening up, huge sinkholes. they got signs everywhere last time I was there. And this place where we used to go um, swimming in the Dead Sea and and covering ourselves with the mud from the Dead Sea. That entire resort, I've been looking for it and I can't find it. That entire resort has fallen into a sinkhole and disappeared. The entire resort. So if this ground is going to open up, it's going to swallow this entire army. And it's already starting to happen there now. Let's continue here. um, Verse 17 of Revelation 12. And the dragon was enraged over the woman. He was mad that his army had been taken out and that the woman had gotten away and went to, and continuing verse 17, and went to make war with the rest of her seed who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So I got a question. Who are these people that fled into the wilderness and escaped? And who are these people who, who keep the commandments but didn't flee with the woman. I propose to you that these are the same people who keep the commandments in both groups, but one keeps a different calendar. One keeps it according to the conjunction moon or the Hebrew calendar, and one keeps it according to the crescent moon and the barley being aviv. And this same problem that we're having today, this same dispute that arises every time at the beginning of the year is going to happen here because this is Passover season when this takes place. And those of you who are not keeping the calendar at the right time will be killed at this time by the beast because you're going to be coming to Jerusalem 30 days later. Which group are you in? You know, Passover we're supposed to you know we're told to do something about Passover, we're supposed to eat it quickly. We're to eat it in haste. Exodus twelve, verse eleven. And you shall eat of it in this way. You with your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in a hurry, is Jehovah's Passover. It's not the Jews Passover, it's Jehovah's Passover, and you're to eat it in a hurry. Because it's a practice for this time in the future when you're to flee. It's at this time in the future when the two witnesses will be killed and Jerusalem will be surrounded. And that's when you're to flee. But some of you will still be keeping it 30 days later on the Hebrew calendar. Okay, so there's a lot of stuff here for you to think about. We're here. We're keeping the sabbatical year. The barley reports are now out. And let me read you uh, this one comes from Brian Convery and his wife Linda, who are in Israel right now searching for it. My good friend Nehemia Gordon has decided not to search for the barley anymore because of the controversy that took place last year. I love Nehemia and I'm sad to see him stop doing that. He's keeping it 30 days later though. And I respect that. I do not agree with it, though. But Brian Convery is keeping it at the same time we are this year, and his report shows us that the barley is in the boot uh, boot stage. That means that it will not come to head for many more days. He also says in his reports, and you can read these reports in my newsletter, which will be going out uh, probably tomorrow night when the sighting of the new moon takes place. He says that the almond trees... Are just starting to blossom and in every season that he's done this report, the almond trees have already finished blossoming and the flowers fall off when the barley is aviv. So we're too early right now. So this means that the 13th month is declared, Adar Bet is declared, and Passover will be in April of 2017. April 2017. So, you don't have to continue to de your home. You can put that off for a week or two if you want, and you can de-leaven towards the end of March. My name is Joe Dumont from sightofmoon.com, and we're trying to share with you the truth as we see it. If you can prove us wrong, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. But prove it. Don't just argue it. Prove it. So, Until next time, brethren, Jehovah be with you, Jehovah guide you and protect you, Jehovah shine his face upon you and give you the wisdom of his Torah. Not mine, not anyone else's, but his Torah. Shalom. The
0: 2300 Days of Hell is one of the most terrifying books of our day. You will learn who the people of Daniel are and why they are reaping the curses of Leviticus 26. You will learn why the prophecy in Daniel 9, verses 24 through 27 has nothing to do with Jesus and everything to do with King David. You will learn when the 13 tribes of Israel are going to be destroyed in the middle of this 120th Jubilee cycle we are in right now. You will learn when the 2300 days of Daniel begin and how they show you when the two witnesses start to rescue the remnant of the 13 tribes of Israel from the beast power and captivity. This then leads to the murder of the two witnesses in this remnant fleeing into the wilderness during the last three and a half years of the tribulation. You will learn what the covenant made with many really is, when it began, when it ends, and just how big this thing is and how involved you are. What you're about to learn in this book is going to scare you and cause you to weep for your loved ones who will not obey. Once you read the 2,300 days of hell, you will understand the significance of the events on the nightly news and how it's going to affect you and your family. Once you read the 2300 days of hell, you will never look at prophecy the same way again.